Welcome to the Andy Griffin Show. Wake up! With your chance to sound off, give your opinion, and tell us about your wild conspiracy. It's on. It's now. It's here. The Andy Griffin Show on News Radio 890, 94.9, KDXU, Southern Utah's News Talk Leader. Good morning to you, 908 on KDXU. I am Andy Griffin. Thank you for tuning in. A beautiful, sunshiny day here in Utah's Dixie. And uh, I have a special mayor in today. She was here, I was doing the math, I think it was 14 months ago. Been a while. Uh, Donia Jessup from Hilldale. Donia, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me, Andy. You look fantastic. Thank all you. dressed up. The hair's perfect and everything. I don't know how you do it. Oh, <laughs> well, this was just like a two minute thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it worked. Whatever it is, it worked. My wife says that sometimes. She's like, I just did the scrunchy thing this right? morning, and her hair it, it, it turns out perfect that way sometimes. So I don't know. I, you, I don't know how you can do it. Well, but, thank uh, you. But, but you look great. And, and uh, it's really good to have you here. Uh, for those that don't know much about Donnie, she's kind of a renaissance woman when it comes to, to Hilldale. Uh, most of us know the history, but I'm going to let you maybe, uh, we talked about it last time you were here, but it's been over a year. Mm-hmm. Maybe give a little bit of the history of, of what Hilldale was and what Hill, Hilldale is now. I, it's great to give a little history. I like to really focus on the future, but without context, you don't understand right, how right, great the exactly. future is. So, yeah. Absolutely. So I was born and raised in Hilldale. Mm-hmm. We were FLDS, Fundamental Latter-day Saints. Right. Um, every, I was raised in a normal, what I call a normal polygamous community. For you, it was normal, <laughs> for, right? for me, it was my normal. Yeah. Um, along came Warren Jeffs, which quickly turned things around mm. and tore the community apart. Many people have left the community. Some have moved back. I left the community eight years ago, went back four years ago, four and a half years ago, mm-hmm. became the mayor of the community at that time. And things have just been on fire since. That's we awesome. just have moved mountains in the last four years. Almost literally, but correctly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right, correct, correctly. Uh, That's not. Is that a word? Correctly. <laughs> it is now. But correct. Uh, you know, I, I remembered years ago we went out to Hilldale to, uh, I, I think it's in Hilldale, the little restaurant that's right off the main road there. The Mark Twain. Kind of, yeah. You know, someone asked me about that this week. Mm-hmm. What happened to the Mark Twain? And I'm like, well, it went the way of all good restaurants. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it is with me, too. Is I find something I like, it's usually going to die. But, right. <laughs> but but I, I remember going out there. I had gotten actually gotten a gift certificate to go out there and get mm-hmm. a free meal. and. Uh, we went out there. First of all, the food was fantastic. It was. It was fabulous. Shrimp scampi was out of this world. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really good stuff. But uh, being uh, outsiders, Mm -hmm. we really felt the eyes of everyone in the restaurant on us. And even as we drove into town and stuff and, and, it kind of reinforced the stereotype that I had, and maybe maybe fairly or unfairly, uh, that Hilldale didn't want us there. They didn't want outsiders coming in. They didn't want us to get to know them. They didn't want us to be uh, a part of their lives. Right. And, and and so I grew up, not grew up, but I mean, I was adult, an adult when we moved to Southern Utah. Mm-hmm. But I learned very quickly that, you know, you just kind of left Hilldale alone. They had their own world out there. Right. That, that was the point of having Hildell and Colorado City, the communities, mm-hmm. is that was a place that was created for us to live our religion the way we wanted to live it. Right. And um, we didn't want people there. Right. And that is so much a part of what has changed. Now the doors are wide open. It's a very open community. Um, you had just had the real estate people here that were on the last show and we yeah. spoke as they left. 
about how we have homes for sale. We have developers in. Which is amazing. Right. Yeah. And we have new homes going up, and it's such a beautiful community. And it's mainly on one-acre lots. So it's like living in the country, oh, wow. but you're close enough to St. George. Like, I'm in St. George at least five days a week. So this is our main shopping place. What's, we, uh, what's uh, how how long to drive? Thirty minutes? Well, forty minutes. If you're me, it's about thirty minutes. <laughs> no, no, oh. I'm a good girl. I am. <laughs> no, it takes about yeah forty forty five minutes to get in. Okay. Since they've improved SR fifty nine this mm-hmm. last year, it's made the commute a much more pleasant drive. You don't okay. feel like you're putting your life on the line every right. time you drive that road. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, uh, so. Uh, the the transformation of this town. First of all, let's talk about the emotional transformation because you grew up again in 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 that community, and then Warren Jeffs came along, and uh, it was emotionally, mentally, the the town was was was. And there was a rift. There was a, a tearing <laughs> apart. The emotion. I mean, your your family, right? Your whole family got excommunicated, pretty much, right, uh, right? From the church, they told you they didn't want you there anymore, either. So, so Hilldale and Colorado City became this really just kind of my quagmire of of emotional and physical and mental stress, right? Right. It was a really rough time to get through. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot of trauma, um, a lot of it's still a little bit like huh? triggers. Yeah. There's a lot of triggers. Okay. There's not a lot of trauma happening now, of course, but there's a lot of triggers. For a lot of people, um, a lot of my friends and family have a hard time going back out there. Hmm. But to me, it's been such a beautiful place to be raised in. I was raised in an amazing family, and our family's very close. And when I first started to go back out there, it was really hard, really hard to see how different it was. And now it is my community, hmm. and I fully embraced it. I love the area. I love the people, and I, I just—it's fabulous place to live. There's a lot of people who go through that stress, and and maybe I do this sometimes, and I don't want to go back and visit there. And I don't mean physically; I mean mentally, mentally and emotionally. Right. I don't, I don't need that anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's, I'm going to put it behind me. I'm not going to think about it again. You did the opposite. You're like, okay, the, all the stress was there. My, the tearing apart of my life and my family and everything else is there. I'm going to go back there and I'm going to confront it. Was was that really really hard for you? Donna? It was incredibly hard, but I've never appreciated bullies in any kind of way, and mm. I've never been knocked down by one. I've always stood up to it. And I just took the bull by the horns and went back. And it was a challenge. I I Mm -hmm. can't even describe what kind of a challenge it was. Um, I was loved by some and hated by others for doing that very thing. But which, I had to be at peace. Probably pretty incredibly frustrating oh, in and of itself. Is. Just because what you hate me because why? Because right. I'm here. Right. You know? But for me it's like when I lay my head on the pillow at night, if I'm at peace with myself, all is well in the world. Hmm. And that's what I've strived to do is just be at peace with what I'm doing. Do what's right and continue and build a better community for the people that live there. And that's what's happened. And the thing about it, too, is I think people say, ah, yeah, they got their little drama out there, whatever. But <laughs> there was real violence. There was real uh, uh, federal involvement mm-hmm. in, in what went out went on out there. I mean, this was, it, it wasn't like this imaginary storybook from, <laughs> the, you know, I'm, I'm going to watch a mystery on TV. This This was real life. It was. It's interesting because being on the inside, I saw it so different than I do now. Mm-hmm. Now that I know the rest of the story. Yeah. Um, I see things so different, but having been there during all of that time, having my children run in the house when news crews were putting their cameras over the fence and being followed around by news cameras was so invasive 
such an invasion on my privacy and on my family. It was very, very hurtful. Hmm. We're still very camera shy. Well, I'm not camera shy anymore because I've learned how to not be. <laughs> but, but my kids would rather stay out of the spotlight. Did, did, it, did it change you having that invasion in your life? And I know obviously oh, the, the whole polygamy and Hill Day has changed mm-hmm. you. But, but actually having, having it be a focus of national media, was that, did that change who you were? Oh, I don't think it changed who I am. It changed how I handle things. Mm. So definitely, all the experiences in our lives change us either for the better or the worse. And I feel like it's, it's made me a better person. I'm really grateful for where I was raised and the things I've gone through because it's made me who I am today. And I'm pretty freaking incredible. <laughs> awesome. I like to hear that. I also like that you edited that for radio, too. <laughs> oh, oh, right. I probably shouldn't say that either. <laughs> no, no, that one's okay. You, you were fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, let's talk about you and that church, uh, the, the FLDS church. <laughs> where, where does where do things stand right now? Um, which part do you mean? Like, where is the church or... Yeah, the FLDS Church. Does it still exist? How many members are there? What's, you know, what's the latest? Yes, there is absolutely an FLDS Church. Where they are, I don't know. Oh, okay. And I don't know that they have meetings, but there's definitely a people that believe mm-hmm. in the fundalism of, of the LDS. And they went, originally they kind of went to Texas, right? A, a um, lot of them? No, that, that gets to be a great big hairy story. Oh, but oh. <laughs> no, they're all over the United States. Okay. There's a lot here in southern Utah. They don't live. Uh, the majority does not live in Hilldale and Colorado City any longer. Oh, okay. The Hilldale and Colorado City is a very diverse community. We have a lot of new people moving in. A lot of people that have lived there all their lives have moved out. We are such a mix of people now. It's an interesting, it's it's good. It's very good. But it is not the place that I was raised in. Okay. What what are your, if you don't mind me asking, what are your feelings about the FLDS, FLDS Church? Right oh, now? understand. The FLDS people are my people. Mm-hmm. They are my brothers, my sisters, my aunts, my uncles. I don't love them or hate them because of who they are or what they believe. I love them because they're my family. Right. And I am an advocate for supporting you in what you believe. If you're not hurting anyone, what business is it of mine, what religion you practice? It's none of my business. Well, my so. business is to love you no matter what. Awesome. And that's, that's what I choose to do. So if I get in my car, drive out 45 minutes, or mm-hmm. if I go with you 35 minutes. and <laughs> out to, Hop in, Andy. Let's go. <laughs> out to Hilldale. What, what will I experience if I drive into town right now today? You will experience pretty much exactly what you experience when you drive into St. George. Hmm. You just, you're, the community just is town. very open. It's a town. We don't have a lot of places to eat, but mm-hmm. we do have this new beautiful store. It's actually in the Colorado City side. It's Bees. Okay. Um, people are calling it like a little Harmon's. Okay. But it's got a little bar upstairs, just your wine and beer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm embarrassed now. I forget the name of the bar. Now that now I'm really going to get in trouble. <laughs> That's okay. Um, anyway, it's a cute little place. We have a Beans and Brew out there and an Arctic Circle, which are the first two chain businesses ever in the area amazing so that's pretty cool but really if you haven't been out to bees it's a great little place there's a chevron all in the same little area i I think maybe this isn't fair to say but i think there was a a slight amount of fear uh Mm -hmm. someone driving through say i'm headed out to wherever i'm going and i drive by hilldale colorado Mm -hmm. city there's a slight amount i some people didn't even want to stop and get gas or whatever oh there's so many people have told me so many stories like um when they went to college part of the um, what's it called when you 
I have surgery brain. Little, <laughs> I remember uh, everything. The, uh, hazing, initiation, the right. initiation, right. Which you yeah. had to drive through Hilldale and Colorado City and survive. And I'm like, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> survive, <laughs> it huh? It wasn't that bad. Yeah. Um, we were a closed community, though, and we did have what is lovingly called the God Squad, where the men or the boys would follow you around town and make sure that you were driving back out. Yeah. You can that is in. a reality. I'm leave. not going to say that didn't happen because yeah. it did. That doesn't happen anymore. We're a very open community. We love people to come in and, and experience our canyons, our parks. We have beautiful trails out there. My was, friends come out and hike Water Canyon. I try to hike with them. I've done it a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful out there. I, I had been told that one of the best hikes in, in the entire state of Utah mm-hmm. is the Water Canyon hike. It absolutely is. Yeah. Incredibly beautiful. And you go up in the heat of the summer. You get at the top, and there's waterfalls, and it's cool oh. and refreshing. And the, the water is fresh spring water, so you incredible. can drink the waterfalls. <laughs> it's incredible up there. Amazing. Um, what would you <clears> – excuse me. So you're, you've been mayor four years? Correct. Uh, yes. What would you say uh, – maybe not a fair question to ask, but your biggest accomplishment or, or some of the things that you're especially proud of in your four years? I'm especially proud of, of creating community. That was really my first thing I wanted to do was really bring our community together, no matter what we believed in religiously or, or you know, how diverse the community is. There's some ground rules for a community. Mm-hmm. Being able to have events and functions that everyone can come to, that the children feel safe, that we create a safe community that we can raise our children in. We have fiber optics throughout the community, which for little rural Hildell was a big deal for me. Yeah. So we accomplished that. We have safe routes. So, to so if I sign projects. up for internet there, I'm, I'm going to get like 300 gig downloads and stuff. And... <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> no. All right. But it's not bad, huh? No. It's, it's getting better. Every day it's getting better. I kind of went in and, you know, as you know, my entire staff walked out on me that first couple of weeks and we had to replace everyone. So it felt like the first year all we did is plug holes. We just, mm. as fast as we could. You had your fingers in the yes. dam trying to... Yes, <laughs> and every, every one of the staff members were just running as fast as we could. Second year, I always say, we just started fires. Like, let's do this, and let's do that, and let's do this other thing. There were so many grand things we could do, and the state of Utah was reaching out and saying, what do you want to do in Hildell? We completely turned the police force over, mm-hmm. and we have new a new police force, but... These last two years, we've really focused on um, Safe Routes to School projects, the different projects that are coming through with the different grants, with the state. We have a new school. My daughter is going to the new high school. This year, we have our first big football field. Water Canyon High School, right? Water Canyon High, yes. And so, I don't know, it's just such a great community. We have a coalition out there. Just, I don't know, there's so many things when people say, what's the best thing you've done? I'm like... The list is so long. Yeah. It's been such a great it cha- four years. Changed the face of it. Huh? Yes. Changed the face of it. That is so cool. Now, uh, one of the big issues in southern Utah is the, the extreme growth, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in Washington County. Uh, has that touched you? Are you getting Californians and northern Utahns coming out and saying, hey, I want to buy an acre here. I want to buy a couple acres here. Is that happening? There are a lot of people that have come out to purchase property. There's nothing left in Hildell to buy. Really? There's a few in Colorado City, but they've been really careful to try to make sure that the people that are moving back, that were a part of the community, that helped build that community, that invested their lives in it, mm-hmm. were first to buy a piece of property. But there have been many others move in, and there's been some development projects go in, and there's, 
there's some development projects that are that can be very big. Yeah. So and, and, and you've have you had to deal with trying to slow that down a little bit as mayor? Have you been like, hey, wait a minute, we don't want this big giant thing here? Or... No, no, we haven't had that. My okay. thing as mayor has been do it the right way. Right. Yes, we want the developers here, but let's do it the right way. Just fill out your paperwork, do the things that need to be done, and do it the right way. That has been my song from day one. Just do it the right way because it's right. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Talking with Donia Jessup, the mayor of Hilldale. We're not really technically allowed to talk much about the upcoming election because right. any time I give you, I would have to give your opponent and you don't want to do equal that. amount of time. <laughs> uh, but uh, just so folks are aware that, uh, yeah, there's an election coming up in November and uh, and Donia is going to try to, I guess your motto would be, I just want to keep things going because right. you, you've got some momentum. Absolutely. I don't want this thing to go backwards. And I, I have, I don't have a real fear of it. But I can see what's coming if my opponent is elected in. And I'm, I, don't, I hope the people can see what's happened these last four years and that I will continue to do what's right because it's right. Do you, do you feel like um, the attitude right now in Hilldale is progressive? Is we've got this community, we've got a good thing going, let's, let's keep it absolutely. up? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. People have, have loved that. I have a lot of support for that. And I'm just like, people, let's not go backwards. Let's yeah. keep moving this thing as fast as it's been going. It's been like a freight train so far. Let's just keep going. It's good. Cool. And let's do it the right way. Do you, do you feel like it's been a whirlwind the last huh. little while? I don't even know how to breathe anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and, it is truly a whirlwind. And by the way, Donnie, it was uh, supposed to be on the show what, was about a month, a month ago, ago and you had a surgery. You, yeah. had, you had some uh, physical things that you had to take care of and you're still recovering from that. So it's actually a, a great sacrifice for you to come in today. I really appreciate well, I'm, you. I'm so sorry it. about last month, but I'm, I'm really grateful to be here this morning. I, I understand. Having gone through some physical things, unfortunately, the last five years, I, I can totally relate to <laughs> Right. You know, it's uh, sometimes you just got to take care of yourself. And, well, and when a girl loses sex. 150 pounds, you know, yeah. things have to change. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but point. I feel great. Good point. Uh, it's 926 on KDXU. We're going to, well, we've got a weather break coming up in three or four minutes. We're going to take some phone calls from listeners out there, 673-5890. I'm going to reach behind me and grab my cell phone. We'll take texts as well if you want to text into the program. Some people are a little shy, Donnie, and they would rather <laughs> not go on the air, but they'll text me some Perfect. questions. So I love questions, so te- let's do it. Text line is 435-467-5842. Uh, you have, how big is your family now? Is your immediate family? You I have 10 children. 10 children. Mm-hmm. Wow. How, how old's the oldest? My oldest just turned 33. My baby is nine. Wow. Right. Still, so I'm a grandma and a mom. Still got kind of little ones at home <laughs> a little bit, huh? Well, he thinks he's a teenager, so we'll go with that. Yeah, nine. <laughs> if I he can make so. his own Raymond noodles and fry an egg, he's good to go. <laughs> <laughs> he can be in college now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, you're right. Uh, my oldest is 30, so we're similar age age category. Wow, I dated myself saying that my oldest was 33, didn't I? Well, you started a little earlier than me. So <laughs> I did. The, the truth, truth be told, I didn't have a kid till I was like 24 or something like that, 25. <laughs> okay. So uh, anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, so Donnie Jessup, Hilldale, uh, how close is your relationship with Colorado City? There's a state line, an imaginary state line right. between you guys. That's uh, how close our relationship is, is an imaginary state line. Yeah. So yeah. we work very well with Colorado City. Have they gotten pretty progressive like, like Hilldale too? I would not say pretty progressive, no. I would say a little prog- progressive. A little. okay. <laughs> A little. Uh, so they're they're kind of lagging behind them, you say, from, from where you guys are headed? Yes. They so. they don't want to see the changes as quickly as I would like to see them. 
But is that, is that hard really for you hard. because you guys are right there together? No, no, because we've got they've got their thing, we've got ours. So we're individual. We're like a good relationship. Mm. We're both individuals, but together we make a great team. We have the utilities together, the um, public works together, things like that. Some of our major departments are together, but as an individual community, we can do things without them also. You're like twins, but not Siamese twins. There you go. Maybe. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Eight twenty, or excuse me, nine twenty-nine on KDXU. Let's get that weather break in. We when we come back again, we'll take some phone calls and uh, we'll discuss the future of Hilldale and and Colorado City too. Stay with us. We're interactive on the Andy Griffin Show. Call in, call in at 673-5890 or text in at 435-467-5842. Let your voice be heard on the Andy Griffin Show. Welcome back, Andy and Donia. That should be the radio show, huh? Andy and Donia. Yes, I like it. it. <laughs> uh, Donia Jessup, mayor of Hilldale here in the state of Utah, just on this side of the border, that imaginary line between you and Colorado <laughs> City. Uh, I, people are amazed. I, I actually know people, these are young people usually, who are like, uh, yeah, I, I don't see the line. Where is it? <laughs> somebody didn't go and draw the line on the ground. That doesn't work that way. Well, and when I take people on tours, I'll like go over the border many times. And I'm like, we've just crossed the border eight times. And they're like, what? We're still in the same town. (laughs) Right. My point. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was fun as I I searched for your uh, name earlier this morning, just to maybe do a little bit more research. Uh, I found out you have a Wikipedia page. And, and I just found that out also. Yeah. (laughs) So I hope it has good information. So you go to Wiki and just go uh, just search for Donia Jessup, and uh, there she's. Actually, all I did was search Google, and uh, there it was. It looks like it's pretty well written. It doesn't seem to take any kind of political stand on you or anything. It just kind of tells about who you are and stuff. But I, one of the last items on there was in 2020, USA Today named Jessup one of the most, uh, one of the ten most influential women in the history of the state of Utah. Right. That's pretty cool. That is cool. And when I saw that in the newspaper. I spread it open on my kitchen table, and I just started to cry. Oh. I'm like, whoa, what is this? Like, I'm just, I'm just one of the girls. I'm like, I don't know. It was shocking to me to see that. But if I can be an influence for good in anyone's life, I'm grateful for that. Yeah, that's uh, that's a, a good attitude, but uh, I think you're underselling yourself. I think what you've done, you know, I talked about it when we first started talking that you went because most of us kind of run or run want to run away and hide from emotional pain <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and from conflict, and instead of running and hiding, and I mean, you left for a while. Santa Clara, right? It's right, where you live for right. a while. You went back and you said, "Okay, I'm ready to confront this and 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 you know, look at my." past life and say okay that is no more this is what i want and you're you're doing a heck of a job out there that's pretty cool well thank you yeah i don't really sometimes you have to stop and take Mm -hmm. like a drone's view of your life and go wow (laughs) wow i've been a lot of places and done a lot of things and i'm a completely different person now not my core right but how i deal with things and how i look at the world i'm completely different person than i was 20 years ago do I ever, and, and again, we're going to take phone calls and texts as well. Do you ever look at your life, I think everybody does this a little bit occasionally, and go, why couldn't I have had just a regular, normal, everyday life? <laughs> does, does, do you ever, does that ever happen? So when I was a teenager and I wanted to dress like the rest of the world did right. instead of the way I did, I had a lot of those kinds of feelings. But now I'm so grateful for the life I've led. When my feet hit the floor in the morning, I am so, I'm filled with so much gratitude. 
Mm. for where I've been and where I am now. I can't stop being grateful. So I don't have a lot of why didn't I moments. Mm -hmm. I have more of a, whoa, this is amazing. And it's just the way I've chosen to see my life. It's the lenses that I look through. That's cool. That's cool. I assume in Hilldale, mayor is a part-time job still, right? You, you don't, you don't, <laughs> no, no, no. You get paid it's like it's be, a part-time right. job. It's supposed to be a part-time <laughs> job, right? So what do you do to bring income in otherwise? I am actually a hospice caregiver. I don't, oh, wow. I'm not a hospice nurse because I don't have a nursing license. I right. work in the private sector. And I help take care of the elderly. That's a that's a pretty noble. Uh, I love. I was raised doing that. My mother did that. My sisters do that, and I love the elderly. I, I just click with them. I lost my mom last year, and I was so, so grateful sorry. for the for the people in hospice that that helped her toward the end. Uh, it was a big deal. It right really now, I have deal. my own father and my father in law both going through a lot of, you know older life things and it's Mm -hmm. a whole different world i'm like whoa whoa back up this is my dad yeah but i'm learning even more yeah for sure um i have a friend who is a hospice chaplain too which that that's like a whole nother level Mm -hmm. because he doesn't usually get called in until it's you know right at the end right so well uh, brave on you good good job (laughs) because that's a tough job let's go to the phone lines all right line one fred what's up i have several questions and first of all I think you're really talking to Utah's Ms. Iron Britches because she's done one heck of a job. Iron Britches. I <laughs> <Thank> like <you. laughs> it. <laughs> That's old school, Fred. Good job. Uh, did the chef that was at the Mark Twain, I think originally it came down from Sandy, but did he stay in the area at all? He did. He has since passed away. His name was Mark Newton, and he did live in the area until he passed away a few years back. You know, for a long time, that was the only place in southern Utah that if you went for dinner, you could go and have piano, and even on uh, holidays, uh, you had a vocalist. It was, it was really oh, can a can I tell you a place. quick story about the vocalist and the piano? That was my Please. mom-in-law and my sister's-in-law. They did all of the entertainment at the Mark Twain, and they did a fabulous job. Wow. Kathy Jessup, oh. Becca Jessup, and Leanna Cook and Shirley Draper all were the pianists out there. Yes, my wife and I used to love to go there all the time. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, my second question is, tell us a little bit, if you can, about the relationship with Centennial. Oh, okay, sure. So Centennial is on county land. They're about a mile south of, of Centennial Park, and we have a really good relationship with Centennial Park. They have their, Some of their members actually serve on boards, for Colorado City and Hildale City. So we have a very good working relationship with all of the people in Centennial Park. And Centennial Park, um, some of their people are actually the owners of the new store in Colorado City, Bees. So they've really been uh, a benefit to the community, and they're they're great business-minded people. Now, if I could, I'd give you one idea that you might think about a business opportunity Okay. There is a, a tour uh, called the Road Scholar out yeah. of St. George, mm-hmm. and they go in the fall all over southern Utah. And I know for a fact that they go right through Colorado City and Hilldale and never stop. And the new store would be a great place for them to stop. And I think that they would be even interested in listening to somebody talk for maybe five, ten minutes about the history of the area. Oh, that would be and, great. Uh, 
when it was called Short Creek and uh, all of that. And I would just recommend that you may want to get in contact with the Rhodes Scholar Program at Dixie State University. Well, I have really good friends at Dixie State University, so that's a great idea. Thank you for that. Thanks for calling, Fred. And good luck, and I hope you get reelected. Thank you so much. Thank you, Fred, for the phone call. Um, I actually, my, so my dad was a geologist and a tour director for Road Scholar for many, many years. Oh. He's since retired, but now my brother and his wife actually help with Road Scholar, too. So, And I think they're, they're usually looking for ideas of interesting things. Well, let's to, get connected. If, if, if folks don't know what Road Scholar is, uh, in my very uneducated way, I will explain it. It's basically uh, almost every university around the country has a Road Scholar program. It's for retired people to come and 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 see what is in that area. And we have a very robust Road Scholar here mm-hmm. because they because we have you know North Rim of Graham Canyon close. Right. We have Lake Powell close. We have uh, Bryce Canyon close. Capitol Reef's not that far away. And so and so a group of say forty or fifty retired folks will come. They'll get on the bus and they'll take them to all these cool places Mm -hmm. and like like fred said sometimes they drive right through your town right and we have leadership dixie come out Mm -hmm. and we present to them we also have the college or excuse me the university here nancy hawk brings the the new college kids in Mm -hmm. and we work with like through cherished families and we present and give an entire presentation make it a day thing and so we have a lot of we collaborate with a lot of people here in st george and that would be a great a great collaboration for sure. Uh, it's called Road Scholar, R-O-A-D Scholar, not to be confused with Rhodes <laughs> Scholar, which is a, a scholarship program. Uh, it's Road Scholar, and it involves seniors. Uh, if you're interested in that, look it up. It, it's cool because they kind of have an agreement and a system set up where you can go you can go to New England or you could go mm-hmm. to Washington State or, or wherever and, and, and be, participate in their Road Scholar program. And it's just a, a really cool way That'd for seniors to— That'd be great. Let's get connected— um, yeah. For your brother. And, yeah, you know. for sure. For sure. Uh, anyway, okay, so let's go back to the phone lines. Thank you for holding on. What's uh, what's on your mind this morning? Yeah, good morning, Andy, Andy and Donya. Morning. Um, I'm a friend of Donya's. We met a couple of years back, Donya. This is Matt, the artist. How are you? I was talking oh, about no, you no. this morning. Not about me. It's about you, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in, I just say I'm improving. I'm so glad. But I just got to say, Danya, when people know the real story, and it's not just your story, it's the story of your courageous, um, not even attempts, you're doing it, pulling the community out of such abuse and being sheltered. I think you're going to be one of the top ten women in the United States for influence because it's just amazing, and I'm inspired by you and what you're doing. So well, I just wanted to pass that, that along. That's amazing, and I, I miss you. I need to come out and see what you've been doing this last year. Yeah, that'd be great. So keep it up. I think you'll be reelected in a landslide, and thank you. Thank, thank you. For, you. I appreciate no, that. Thanks for your courage. Thanks, thanks for the call, man. <laughs> appreciate it. Um, you know, did you ever – he prompted me – I remember some incidents where it was – it was literally scary. You you were afraid for your life on, on several different occasions. Oh, with the first election, my house was broken into. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, there were people in the middle of the night in my house. There were some pretty bad things written on my signs, and 
Mm. You know, you put your face up on a sign on a fence and you're probably going to get devil's ears coming out of it, or devil's <laughs> horns eventually. <laughs> That's true. But, or, or bunny rabbit ears right. or something. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, I don't know if either one is good. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was, uh, we had some really rough times. I'm not that person anymore. It's mm. interesting. This time I'm going into a head held high. I'm, I'm ready. Um, I won't be bullied. I simply won't be bullied. And there are some bullies there. Mm. And it's okay. I'm going to continue to do what's right because it's right. Nice. I, I love to hear that. Um, I, I was having a conversation with my, uh, I have two sisters and my dad. My dad is 86. He's still doing doing well uh, uh, the other day. And I'm like, you know, the funny thing is we, we all think our family is special and different. And, and mm-hmm. in, in a way, of course it is. Everyone's but, family is special and different. Right. I get it. <laughs> but stuff happens. And I remember yeah. when I was young looking at other families and going, oh, well, that'll never happen to my family. <laughs> and then over the years, it happened. Things happened. Uh, sadly, we had a suicide in my family. Mm-hmm. We've had uh, traffic accidents. We've had surgeries. We've had, you know, loved ones die right. uh, from, from diseases and, and cancer has unfortunately touched our family. All that stuff happens. Uh, so when I was asking you earlier about, did you ever wonder why did I get this particular lot in life? That's part of it, too. All the stuff that mm-hmm. goes into it. Uh, and you didn't have to choose now the path that you're on right now. You could have stayed in Santa Clara or mm-hmm. or whatever. Or you could have stayed maybe, you know, the, the original life way back right. when. So uh, it just seems like to me that you chose a pretty hard path, but uh, but uh, is it smoothing out a little bit now? Yes, I believe it is. Um, it's kind of interesting when we talk about choosing a hard path. I didn't look at it and go, you know what, I'm going to go down the bumpy road. <laughs> I was. It was more like, no, I know I'll stand up. I know I'll do what's right. I mm. know I've got this burning desire to see this community heal and improve. And I love the people so much. I was willing to do that. But it wasn't like I was I never looked at it and said, I'm going to do this and be a, a martyr or sacrifice my life. It wasn't like that. It right. was just like, no, let's do this. We can do it. It's great. So I, I, again, I can't stop being grateful for that. And when we go through hard things in our lives, when we have those cancers and the death, we've all experienced that. But it brings our families closer. It makes people more important to us. And I think that's why I'm where I am now. Going through and having families torn apart and having people taken out of my life that I love so passionately, it makes me cherish every person in my life even more. And I have relationships now, like a friendship with you, Mm -hmm. um, Matt, that just called in. I never would have got to meet all of the people that I've met and have the people in my life now that I do had I not gone through everything. So I'm just so grateful for, for everything I've done. Very, very cool. I, I was thinking about, as you were talking about the transition of what Hildale is becoming, St. George is going through a weird transition, mm-hmm. too, because for 100 years, St. George, more, more than 100, 130 years, St. George was small town. Right. Uh, everybody kind of knew everybody. They had like one chain restaurant and, and you know a few gas stations. And St. George isn't that anymore. St. George is... Uh, a lot more worldly. Right. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a lot Very bigger. Diverse. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's diverse. I guess maybe it's a better word than worldly. But, <laughs> it's funny uh, that worldly is a word I would have used. That's funny yeah. that you did. <laughs> um, so so St. George is going through in a, in a bigger scale than right. what you have, but going through some really weird transitions too. I know there's a lot of people, uh, people that call into this show that say, I don't want to lose the feel 
that St. George was. And, and, and so I, I imagine on a smaller scale now, you also don't want to lose a lot of the feel that Hilldale was. Absolutely. Yeah. That's actually been one of the big things the town council has tried to stay focused on is they wanted to have that country living mm-hmm. in, a, in a city. Right. Right. So now there's so many things that come into play with that. So the bigger lots, that sort of thing gives us a little That's room. important. Yes. I mean, you see in a lot of cities, they cram the houses together and, and it feels right. like almost row homes. Your like, neighbors are dang near your roommates. Right. 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 And when I lived down here in Santa Clara, I felt so fenced in. Mm. And I realized I'm kind of a country girl at heart. I, don't <laughs> fence me in. You'd rather be in a pickup with some cowboy That's, boots on, right? Well, uh, I wouldn't put it that far. <laughs> okay. In a pickup with high heels. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's a good hybrid no, right there. No, but I, we really have tried to keep that more country feel, but we would need places to eat. We want to go dine. We want to go have coffee with our friends somewhere. Mm. We just had a really nice little restaurant close its doors mm. after opening for only three months, and I was very sad to see that right. cause it was such a classy little place. But, yeah, it, it's hard. How do you bring in economics? How do you bring in the things that the community needs but still keep that small-town feel? Now I believe Hildell is that small town compared to St. George. Right. We have a lot of people here from, from St. George. We've had some move out there from Hurricane mm-hmm. that just want to move out because St. George is getting too big. A little too much for them. Right. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. kind of, maybe we'll be that overflow. I don't know. All right. Let's uh, take a, see, it's uh, 11 minutes. So I'm, I'm going to get Seth on with us. Seth, hey, thanks for calling today. What's up? Yes, I thought road scholars painted yellow lines and dotted lines on the roads and fixed potholes. That's another kind of road scholar, I suppose. That's you, Doc. Oh, I, I'm so confused in my advanced elderly age. But in 20 years ago, I spent an entire Saturday in Hilldale knocking on doors. Really? You were selling something or what? Running for office. Running for office. Oh, okay. Uh, county commissioner and so i i had some unique experiences uh <laughs> i visited a house under construction and a young man about 14 with a nail gun came to the door and he was <laughs> the leader and they were building houses um on on saturday morning where other 14 year olds would be out doing things maybe not appropriate <laughs> he didn't point the nail gun at you did he no he okay, it was at the okay. uh, parade rest Yes, and so uh, I did notice something unusual, though. And by the way, one family uh, handed me a bag of tomatoes. Oh, very nice. Okay, and so, uh, but I did notice that when I'd knock on the door, here would be a mom, and she would have a baby on her hip, and uh, I would talk to her that I was running and such, and of course she recorded everything on a cell phone, and somebody, some leadership was listening to every word I said. So so I've been in a lot of places in Washington County, but Hilldale was, uh, and I spent the entire day there. I got sore knuckles uh, knocking on so many doors. Oh, but, wow. uh, now, I, I guess, there's a, have you talked about the new business uh, um, that I'm hearing the ads on about uh, careers? Uh, is that in Hilldale? Yes, there's a lot of jobs in Hilldale. We have PRM, PRMI out there. And they are building a, a very large building right on SR-59, right off of SR-59. And they'll be hiring. They, they've told me they need 500 employees right now. It's a very large mortgage firm. So, wow. yes, there's a lot of building going on out there, a lot of new businesses. 
and uh, a lot of jobs. I, I, I'm thinking about uh, um, nature's balance or whatever. Oh, balance of nature has moved yeah. out there also. Yes, wow. they bought. Are a they very still large hiring? Building. Yes, they are. A gross. And how, uh, yeah. Two two hundred employees, did I hear? Right, that's correct. Are so they, they have a big warehouse out there. Are they going to be? Sta- are they close to being staffed? I don't think so. No, they're, they're my daughter. Hard, yeah, yeah, my daughter works out there, and I I don't dare say a number, but I know they're still hiring on a weekly basis. So, well, it's a wonderful product. I use it myself, and uh, I just love businesses formed here and and going global. Every time I turn on Fox, there's ten commercials for an hour. It seems like for Balance of Nature. Yes, yeah. Balance of Nature is a great company. They've come out and already started hiring people, and they're shipping product out of there every day, large amounts of product out of there. Tremendous growth and, and doing it the right way, right. as you said, Right, doing Donnie. it the right way. All right, got to get a quick commercial break in, and then we'll wrap up the program talking with Donia Jessup of Hilldale. Progressive Donia, that's what we're going to call her from, from now on. Uh, real quick, I want to advertise uh, Joe Shoney. Joe Shoney has uh, been a sponsor of this show since I've been doing this show. He actually has been a loan consultant here in southern Utah for more than 25 years, and Joe's specialty is taking care of you, making sure the customer knows exactly what's up with his loan. If you go online and look for reviews, Go to socialsurvey.me. That's a website, social survey website. And you can see that he has, uh, let's see, 500 and I lost the number now, 560 reviews or something like that. Anyway, his average is 4.9 out of 5. Sorry, 566 reviews, 4.91 average. It's phenomenal. The latest review, Matthew says, great communication above and beyond service. They went the extra mile to make sure things were done right. Call Joe Shoney today at 435-590-6300. It's Mayor Thursday on the Andy Griffin Show. The mayor's here, ready to answer your questions and address your concerns. Exclusively on the Andy Griffin Show. I think now I've been doing this job a little over two and a half years. I think I've only missed one Thursday where we didn't have a mayor, and I got a city manager on that day. So we, it's kind of like the <laughs> same job. thing. So we're getting there. I'm happy to be joined today again by uh, Hilldale Mayor Donia Jessup, looking fantastic. Thank you. Uh, the uh, one of the what ten most influential women in the history of the state of Utah. Wow. That's that's a big deal. I still say wow every time I hear that. <laughs> that is a pretty big deal, and and uh, again the the courage that you you have shown in 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 confronting your fears. I mean, it it, it it's akin to I'm afraid of the dark or I'm afraid of, of a poisonous snake. You went and all right, you're like all right, I'm going to face this and I'm going to deal with it and I'm going to try to make it better. It's incredible. Right, and I still hate poisonous snakes. I'm not going to tackle that one. <laughs> I'll tackle some fears, but not yeah. all of them. I, you know, it's funny. If somebody asks me, what are you afraid of? I'm like, uh, well, I, I, I'm afraid of things that will kill me. Right. <laughs> you know, because I don't want to die. Right. So a poisonous snake, a black widow. I'm not really fond of black widows, although at least they're small enough I can usually spot them. But, uh, yeah, it's something. if there's a lion in the room, I'm probably going to be a little bit afraid. <laughs> You'll leave. <laughs> yeah. But uh, other than that, I'm good. A uh, couple of things somebody texted, asked about. There was a zoo in Hilldale, I guess. That is no longer there. There used to be a zoo. It's no longer there. There are still pens there but no animals in them, unfortunately. Okay. And then that uh, lounge that you were talking about? The lounge, the bar lounge there at the new bees is the 1045. And please forgive me, I have surgery brain. Words just leave me sometimes. So it's the 1045. <laughs> the 1045. Great little place. Do we know the origin of the name, by the way? I was going to ask, 
But every time I'm out there, I'm talking so fast that I forget to ask some questions sometimes. <laughs> what is the ten? I, 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 I well, when they tell me, they're going to say, are you kidding me? You didn't know that just from the name? And then I have to apologize again. <laughs> well, maybe it's longitude and latitude. Maybe it's the time <laughs> it's of the day. Hours. <laughs> yeah, who, who knows what it is? Maybe maybe you can... Uh, I'm really going to get harassed, though, I promise, because I don't know the origin. <laughs> oh, that's all right. If, if they can harass you, that means they like you, right? <laughs> right. You're part of the group. Everybody that knows me knows that I could be harassed. <laughs> are you, uh, we only have a minute left. This is a big question, but are you afraid of this Delta variant now and the COVID coming back? And as a mayor, you're responsible for the safety of your town. Does that cross your mind sometimes? Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm always trying to think of, I, I, it's not that I'm trying to think of, I'm always thinking about the safety of my community, mm-hmm. but I support individuals' choice. Right. I absolutely support choice. And so I just pray everyone will be healthy. I just had a very good friend pass away. Mm. I'll be attending her funeral tomorrow. And from COVID. it's been very hard from COVID. Oh. She was young. She has two small children, Hattie oh. Bardo. And it's very close to home. It's very, very sad. Yeah. I, I, and, and, and like you said, we have our individual choice, but sometimes it's hard to know which way to go, even with oh, choice, because you have all these differing opinions. Well, you've got the immunization and those who feel like you shouldn't have the immunization and just yeah. stay healthy. Yeah. Just whatever you do, just so, stay healthy. She's Donya Jessup, came all the way in her 35-minute drive. It should have been 45. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't tell the cops. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Donya, for coming in today. Thank you for pleasure. having me, Andy. It's been a pleasure. 9.59, time now for news.